This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 138, uh, conveniently titled, Many a Mickle Makes a Muckle. So you know exactly <laughs> what you're getting into, right? It's everybody knows Yeah, everybody's heard that phrase before. <laughs> I am your host, Craig Hanks over there. He's Chris Vernon. How's it going, Chris? It, it's going well, except for I was really hoping that I could hear you say that in a Scottish accent. Uh, that's, uh, that's not going to happen, even if I wanted it to. Even if I tried, it's, let's just say... You're not polished up on your Scottish accent. It, that's right. That's right. I, uh, You're not wearing a kilt. If you were wearing a kilt, you'd... If I was wearing a kilt, this you would be probably a do very it. different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this would be one of those like new metal podcasts. Uh, okay. No, we're not doing that. You're kind of blushing a little bit. Are you pitching yourself in a kilt? Is that that's what it not, is? No, that's not. I'm not blushing. I just, I got a lot of sun and I am just redder these days than I, than I have been for a while. Chris, let me do my thing. Okay. Oh, sorry. I've got no, my I'll, intro. I'll quit thing. interrupting. Make sure everybody, you go to hollandassetsllc.com for full show notes. Make sure you go to motorcarrierhq.com, which I'm, uh, I am uh, advertising on my hat. Uh, motorcarrierhq.com, of course, where you get all the tools, the tips, the, the people who can help you out and make that transition to ownership. And Chris, you're advertising on your hat. Tip your head down a little bit. The Fuel Stream. Yeah. You can also check out Fuel Stream if you're looking for... I, I think uh, the phrase I landed on was fuel card plus. It's so much more. Right, Chris? Oh, there you go. So much more than a fuel card. There you, <laughs> I like that. It's like a fuel. Oh, you should have called it fuel stream plus. Then people would think it's a streaming service, <laughs> right? Go racing to sign up. Anyway. All right. People can go check all those things out. Chris, uh, before we do our normal topic today, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to bring up from the last couple of weeks? We finally... Mm-hmm. have all 11 trucks on the road at the same time oh with my. 11 drivers so that's that's exciting we do now or or we did in september um no we had a driver just start this week okay to, right. to the last one to fill up the truck and it's kind of interesting this this most recent driver is actually um a somebody that had worked for us previously mm. And um, Nate was pointing out to me that over the last year, we've actually had five previous drivers ask for to, ask come, to back. come back. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we've, we've rehired three of them. That includes the one that we just rehired, which I think that says a lot about us as a company. Yeah, if we have so. people leaving and then wanting to come back, um, I, I think, you know, for the most part, we're, we're doing something right by mm-hmm. the drivers, which to, to me is important. You can never... I mean, no relationships ever perfect, but uh, I think they see that we do everything we can to try to make a good situation for them and a good situation for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called boomeranging. boomeranging. Uh, you want to go see if the grass is greener on the other side. You decide it's not, so you come right back, um, or at least try to. And it's a very common thing. And you know, it's I I don't view it as a mark against somebody who thinks, hey, I. I think I can get a better situation over there. Hey, good on you. Go for it. But like you say, it says something about the company that enough of them come back or try to come back. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was pretty excited to hear that. Uh, so 11 trucks on the road starting first week of October. That means I'll be pretty excited to hear about the October numbers in November. Um, 
and see what sort of bump that that gets especially yeah, now that fall is kicking into high gear i'm start i'm i'm, I'm excited to see what happens in in october i think september is still going to be pretty tough i mean september's over but right. i haven't I haven't done the books yet for september um but i, I think it's going to be another pretty tough month in september but a, a lot of good things happening um and we're going to talk about some of those things today as part of this uh many a mickle make a muckle episode that's kind of a tongue twister i want to hear you say it like five times fast that's uh I, the thing is you want that but nobody else does Chris, so <laughs> yeah everybody wants to see you sweat and fumble a little bit <laughs> that's not going to happen i'm a professional talker chris okay uh now you actually recently went to idaho you went yeah, to idaho nate, or did, nate and i went to idaho right. actually just yesterday oh, okay. um took a, a road trip you know it's it for us up, when I say up into Idaho, we're talking into like the Blackfoot, Pocatello, Idaho mm-hmm. Falls area. Um, and and from for us, that's a good two and a half hour drive each way. Um, and then we got up there. We went and visited. Um, we visited with Jake, our dispatcher. We visited with a handful of clients. I didn't realize he was up there. Yeah, he lives in, he's in the Blackfoot area. So okay. he's up that way. Um, and, and it was a, a super productive um, uh, meeting, meetings. We're gonna be. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that as part of uh of as part of today's episode. But it mm. was a, it was good. Nice, and it's uh, building those relationships, building relationships, and maintaining relationships. Yeah. it's important. Yeah, so. it's you, you. You think about it. You know, I I think of it. Well, we'll talk about it later in the episode. We'll go into more detail then. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's get into these muckles, making mickles, and all that. What the heck are you talking about, Chris? <laughs> All right, you sent this over. You said the title of the episode is "Many a Mickle Makes a Muckle," and I said, "Great." What's the episode about? You said it's about that, and I said, "What's that?" You said, well, "That's what it is." Okay, so enlighten me. What is this phrase? So, "Many a Mickle Make a Muckle" is is actually an old Scottish phrase that uh, in the United States was popularized way back when in George Washington's time. He mm. he actually used the phrase quite a bit. And so that's kind of what popularized it. So it you know it's not something you hear very often anymore. Um, it, it's not a super common phrase, but it, it, there's a lot of wisdom packed into it. So he actually got the phrase wrong, and and if he would have said it right, um, it would it, it's a little bit easier to deduce what it means. Okay. So it, it's actually supposed to be many a little makes a muckle. Okay. So so what it boils down to, what it means is. Um, a lot of little things make something big. Right. Or in, in this case, what we're going to talk about today is um, a lot of little changes can have a big impact. Um, and and that's, you know, kind of one of the things that uh, I think it's, it's very, um, it, it rings more true in the trucking industry than I think about any other industry out there. If you, if you think about it, um, you know, money's made by you know saving pennies by the mile you know lots of miles mm. and and lots of makes lots of pennies and lots of pennies you know starts to aggregate into something a lot bigger and a lot better and right. so you know that's in the trucking industry that many a mickle make a muckle is is so true <laughs> and we're going to talk a lot, a lot about that today well this is you know what it's uh I make fun of you. I, I mean, first of all, because that's you my and a job. lot of other people. Uh, <laughs> no, but I make fun of. Uh, that's why my when, wife likes you. When yeah. you're doing the the uh, numbers episodes, and you get to oh, we made you know 180,000 
$417.63, right? It's like you're always going to add the 63 cents on there. But what you're saying is, yeah, because those 63 cents matter. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you know, especially, oh, what was, there was a, a was the, the scam in Office Space, right? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, the movie, yeah. The scam they, in they Office Space. They like a hundredth of a penny or yeah, something, yeah. Off of all these transactions. And uh, yeah, so they're skimming hundredths of cents, but yeah. it adds up, right? It does. That's so, a good, you, look at you just pulling things out of thin air. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, okay, good. So lots of examples in yeah, Holland Assets. It, uh, why don't you give me a few more? So, well, you think about it. I mean, this is a principle that we've been taught our whole lives. Like mm -hmm. when we were little kids, you know, what did just about every kid in the world have a little piggy bank, right? Right. And that's, you know, the principle of piggy bank. You, you know, over time, you throw a few pennies in every now and again, and, and before you know it, it, it adds up to something bigger. So it's, it's a principle our parents try to teach us with piggy banks and, and things like that. But I think a lot of times as we get older, we tend to forget about that principle mm -hmm. and we don't focus on it as much. And, and in reality, most of the things in life, those big things, they don't come about by one big event. You know, it, it's, it's this principle of, you know, a lot of little things turn into something of value. We'll yeah. Say. Yeah, yeah. So, how does that relate then to the state of the company? Um, what what you're trying to do now? What you want to do going forward? What you have done in the past? How how does this relate then in concrete terms? Well, you you think about it. I mean, if you, if people have been following this podcast and they follow fi the financial episodes, they know the last you know really the Year. last eighteen months, um, especially the last six months, have been pretty tough financially for Holland Assets, yeah. and you know. Nate and I have been putting a lot of thought into, you know, what can we do to fix this? What can we do to solve this? And and the more I think about it is, is there's really no silver bullet. There's no magic thing that's going to happen that's going to essentially save Holland assets and turn things around for us. Um, but what is going to save that is lots of little incremental changes and improvements together are going to make a big difference and get us into um, into making some of those improvements. So after or making that big improvement, getting, getting that big gain. Yeah. So, you know, Nate and I over the last several months have been, you know, thinking about, okay, what little tweaks and changes can we make? And we've already started to implement some of those. And then we've got some other ones that we're still in the process of implementing, mm -hmm. um, that, that I think are going to make some changes. And, and we'll probably, you know, this is a, a thought process that we've been thinking about quite a bit, and I'm sure there's going to be more that come about, but in this episode, you know, we want to, I want to talk a little bit in more detail about those things that we are doing and um, have been doing for the last month or so. And then also talk about the things that we're going to be starting here in the very, very near future. So uh, we mentioned the trip to Idaho to visit uh, a few people up there. Is that the sort of thing that you're talking about uh, doing? The what? What is it? The many littles to many make a littles. muckle? Ma many littles make <laughs> no, a muckle. One of those littles? It is one of those littles. Yeah, that's absolutely one of them. So, you know, constant um, contact with our, our customers and, you know, making sure that we are doing the right thing. And, and this is a principle, you see this throughout all businesses, lot, lots of businesses, this, you know, developing relationships and being a resource for, you know, essentially your clients. You know, one of the things that really comes to mind is if you think about the pharmacy sales business model, you know, pharmacy sales, the, the drug makers, they send people out that go and visit with doctors on a mm. regular basis. So they've got you know, every salesperson essentially has, you know, 
I don't know how many, but several dozen doctors that they stay in contact with on a very regular basis. And they'll yeah. go constantly visit with them. Typically they take them a treat or a gift and they just ask questions, make sure they, you know, it just kind of keeps them in the forefront of their mind when the doctor's thinking with a sitting with a patient prescribing a drug. And the same thing happens in with, uh, with shipping. You know, if, if you're the one that's constantly, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to annoy people. But if you're regularly in front of the people that you do business with, when a load comes up, you know, who are they going to think of? You know, it's kind right. of that whole squeaky wheel principle. Sure. And like you say, you don't want to overdo it. <laughs> so there's a line to walk there. Um, but yeah, that's that's great advice. What other, uh, well, no, let me back up and say, you're talking about shippers. Uh, you went and met with your dispatcher. Anybody else that you want to kind of keep that contact with? Well, so we actually, when we were up in, in Idaho as well, the, the company that we buy our trailers from, they have a satellite office in Salt Lake, but their main office is actually up in Idaho Falls. So we went and visited with kind of the main guys up there as well. So they're a vendor of ours, we're their customer, but um, we actually gleaned, we've been having an issue with um, some of the trailer tires mm. wearing out sooner and faster than they should. And, um, you know, talking with them, they went out and, and met with or made some phone calls to some of kind of the, the lead engineers on the trailers and, and a few other people got us some other tricks that we want to try. One thing that you're supposed to do at 5,000 miles after the, the trailer's been on the road that we didn't know about, mm. um, we're going to start doing that. And so we, we learned a lot there. Um, we, we got some warranty issues taken care of and, you know, further cemented that relationship. So all those relationships, not just with customers, but with your vendors, mm. you know, anybody business, and I talk about this, you know, fairly regularly, it's, it's such a relationship driven, um, thing machine. We, and we've, you know, it, it's important and you've got to, you've got to do mm. that. You've got to network with this, the topic of today being the little things adding up to something bigger. If anybody has ever, <laughs> Uh, nervous about reaching out to a vendor, a client, a, somebody you've got a relationship with. You think, oh gosh, they're busy. I don't want to annoy them, whatever. You know, so people tend to stay way too far back yeah. from that line that I was talking about, right? Um, but just think about how good it makes you feel when somebody reaches out. They're not necessarily saying, hey, I need business. I need money. I need to do something with you right now. But maybe they're just reaching out saying, hey, I... Uh, remember you went on vacation last month. How did it go? Did you have a good time? You're going to love hearing from that person is yeah. if it's sincere, right? People can see through it if you're really only doing it uh, as an excuse or something. So be sincere, but reach out. People love it. <laughs> they, yeah. they really enjoy it. And each one of these meetings only lasted like, I think our shortest one was probably just under 10 minutes. Yeah. Our longest one was maybe 20 um, other than Jake, we we went to lunch with Jake and 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 met with him longer. But everybody else, it was a fairly quick trip, so we weren't taking up a ton of their time. We took them. Um, Nate had it, this was actually for Driver Appreciation Week. Had a bunch of um, you know the trendy, the new what are they called? The Stanleys, the, those Stanley mugs. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. with the straw. You know that everybody's <laughs> sure. so many people are carrying around now. Um, we got mugs like that, and then had Holland assets laser engraved 
into them. So they're not, not super expensive, like with the, the mug and the engraving, 20-ish bucks each. And mm-hmm. so we we gave each one of the people that we work with one of those. Nice. Um, so it, it, not not a huge thing. And you can just, you know, every time you go, you know, take them some donuts or take them, you know, something. If you, if you know what they like, even better, take them something that, that you know <laughs> they're going to appreciate. And, yeah. Um, you know, they'll they'll appreciate that. They'll remember you and build that relationship. Well, there you go. And and one of the things that we got out of this is one of the shippers that we've been doing work with, we actually found out they actually have some inbound loads from places that we frequent fairly regularly. So, and that's something that, you know, now it sounds like, you know, talking to them, we'll be able to get some of those loads. And that's huge. Like it, it's, you know, we're getting better at getting good paying freight outbound, but you know, to be able to find something that's good paying inbound, that's a that's next a, yeah. big step. And so we think we're, you know, hopefully because of these visits starting that process. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, let me switch gears here, Chris. It, speaking of this subject, little things make up big things. Fuel, in my mind, is the ultimate uh, version of this. The ultimate example of this, when financially, maybe when we're adding up those cents into dollars, into et cetera, et cetera, right? Where... Over the last, well, frankly, four, four and a half years, we've talked a lot about fuel, fuel expenses and whatnot. And I know that that has been a source of consternation financially for Holland Assets. Is that, are you working something in as far as uh, bringing fuel costs down by concentrating on those tiny things? Hey, we want to add this piece of aerodynamic equipment on the trucks so that, uh, you know, we spend a couple hundred bucks there, but then it, you know, it saves yeah. one, one cent every so many miles. And, you know, that's going to add up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anything you're doing with fuel there? Yeah. So there, there's several things with fuel. Um, you know, one of the biggest ones of the fuel piece was, you know, fuel stream. You know, I'm, I'm wearing the fuel stream hat today. It, that, that fuel card, hmm. the routing and everything that comes along with that is one of those things that saved us actually a fairly significant amount of money, you know, since we started it. So you've got that we've, you know, being a little bit more diligent on idling, reducing idling, you know, all of our trucks have APUs, but some drivers use them better than others. Um, and just making sure the the idles down. So we're not spending as much fuel idling a truck. Mm. You know, um, it, those kind of things also that all that adds up putting the reefer on continuous or on, on cycle instead of continuous and on loads that you can, you know, all all that stuff adds up. Nice. Okay. Very good. What other examples do you want to bring up? Little things adding up. Um, another little thing that we've, we've recently started, um, is management getting in the truck a little more often. Mm. And, you know, in the last month in September, Nate, Brad and I, we all took a load and (laughs) in separate trucks. Same truck, but it was one of the trucks we had sitting. Oh, right. So it was it was actually the saying, same truck. There weren't but the three different of you times, in the, no, not, <laughs> in the truck. That would be, there's your team comedy plus, show. Right, team plus, three of us in, in one <laughs> truck at the same time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so getting out on the road, and I'm sure the other drivers appreciate that as well. They see the hustle. Yeah. You know, how can you not appreciate that? Yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to make a difference. So that's, that's actually one of the things that uh, we're going to try to do, continue to do a little more often, whether it is because they, you know, we're in between drivers on a truck and it's a way that we can kind of keep the truck going until we get another driver hired. You know, that's, that's one of them. Um, having a little bit better base of um, drivers, dr- driver leads that we can pick from so that mm. when we do 
um, lose a driver, we've got, you know, a handful of people we can call and say, Hey, is, is the timing right for you to come on board with us? You know, that's another thing, just reducing the amount of time that a truck sits without a driver. Yeah. Very good. What about, uh, tell me about cash flow. Uh, we've talked about cash flow, that just a fancy term for money coming in and out of the business. But I know that, I mean, we run into this with financials episodes where you'll say, well, doggone it, we dropped off that load on the first. And so it hurt last month's revenue, uh, but it'll help this month's revenue. You know, those, those sorts of little things. Um, it kind of sounds like just an accounting trick and it's not actually accomplishing anything. But I, I think that's wrong. Uh, managing your cash flow is going to be a huge deal uh, yeah. doing the little things for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like lots of little things that are accounts receivable, for instance, you know, being a little bit more diligent on our accounts receivable when we've got an invoice that's outstanding for, um, you know, 20 days, you know, it's not necessarily ready to be get paid yet, but you know, I, we talked about this in another episode you know, starting a process, you know, contacting the the broker or shipper, you know, 20 days essentially after the invoice has been sent out, just making sure, hey, do you have everything? When's this going to pay? So that if there is an issue with it, we're on top of it, we're ahead of the game. And that just, you know, that reduces the amount of days um, from when, you know, when we get paid. Mm-hmm. If it if we can get paid on average two or three days earlier, um, that helps our cash flow. Yeah, there you go. All right. Other examples, things you guys are doing. Um, we And we talked a little bit about this last month, I think, or one of the last episodes, kind of revisiting how we're buying our tires, where we're getting them from. Mm, right. Um, see if we can save a little bit of money there. We've, we've got some things in the works that we think will will help a little bit with that. Um, and, you know, another thing with the cash flow is um, we're, we're trying to get more of our, our vendors. So whether that's our main tire vendor or our, our, you know, the dealership on parts that we have to buy, getting them on 30 day terms, trade credit is what it's called. So that, Mm. you know, we can be a little bit more deliberate about when we make payments so that we can, um, you know, if if we need to wait five days to make a payment on something we can, so that, um, you know, we can, we can time it with when we've got a a little bit more cash coming in because it, it comes in in tranches, you know, one day you may get, you know, six or seven payments all at once, and then you may go a few days without getting anything. Right. Okay. So. All right. Uh, what about the loads you're taking? Um, are you've mentioned wanting to get a lot more direct shipments? Uh, that's great. Okay. So that's one way you can improve the loads. Is there anything else you can do as far as the spot market goes uh, to analyze better? To well, work those loads better? Yeah. So I, I've done a little bit more. Um, so I, I've done a little bit more load analysis and I actually anticipate sometime in the next few months doing an, an episode specific to this, um, a, a little bit more load analysis. Mm. And and this time when I've done it, I've, I've tried to look at loads from the time that a, a driver leaves their, the home base, which in most situations, Utah, Southern Idaho, Mm-hmm. And until and until and they come back to Utah and Southern Idaho. So I'm, I'm looking at not just, you know, what are we getting rate wise on the way out, but what does that whole entire trip look like? And and it, it's kind of helping me see patterns and, and areas where we, we can improve. And, and I really think, and this is, I'm going to get into this in a little bit more detail as one of the other points of what we're going to be doing is trying to shave off, you know, say in a situation a driver's out for 10 days. 
you know, if we can make it so um, the driver's out, you know, is able to complete that same trip in nine days instead of 10 days, you know, it, it gets the, the driver back home sooner. They're running um, more miles in a day, which they typically want. They're sitting less. And so they're more efficient, they're happier. And then the truck is a little bit more efficient. Yeah. And, and so just trying to squeeze out situations where we can gain a day on a truck. Like a, a lot of the times you'll take, for example, Walmart loads are notorious for this. Um, there, there's <laughs> usually like- Walmart and notorious uh, yeah, often, often go together. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's very common. And I would say this happens almost all the time on a Walmart load they've built an extra day into the trip. So if it's like a trip to Georgia that should take three days, they're doing it in four days. Mm. They're making it last four days. And so what ends up happening then is, you know, we have a truck that's occupied for a day longer than it really needs to. If we can shorten that down to three days and that truck more quickly can get, you know, turn around on the next load and, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it makes... It makes it more productive. Yeah. All right. I. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Expenses, ge- generalized. Yeah. Let, let's uh, talk a little bit about expenses. So, kind of, kind of being a little bit more deliberate with our expenses. We're looking at all our expenses and, and kind of asking ourselves, okay, do we really need this, or is there something we can do to re- reduce the expense? Do we need this Stanley mug? Yeah. With we, the laser etched. Yes, we do. Oh, <laughs> fair. Um, I, I'm always a little partial towards doing things that like spending expenses on something that's going to have a return later on down the road. Right. So it, yeah, but that's a, that's a good, that's a good point, but really we are, we're looking at all the expenses. Do we really need to go scale as often as we have been? Do we really need to have as many washouts as we've been having? You know, what can we do to kind of, cut down on some of those expenses. And another thing that we're kind of finding right now, you know, we're ha- as, as a motor carrier, we're having, I mean, it, the times are tough right now, right? And, and you've also got a lot of companies going out of business. Well, if you think about it, who does this also affect? Everybody else. It affects everybody, everybody, right. e- even not trucking companies, but the companies that service trucking companies. Um, and, and those companies oftentimes are more willing right now to negotiate on rate. And so, for example, like going back to our ELD provider, okay, can we, um, you know, we're really starting to shop this. Can you give us a better price? You know, we're, we're kind of looking at everything like that and seeing if we can find ways to negotiate and get better prices with all of our, yeah. our vendors, essentially. It, and, you know, kind of similar to the point about it's okay to reach out. They're not going to be annoyed. Um this is a similar thing where you think, oh gosh, I can't approach somebody and ask for a lower price. Yes, you can. Yeah. They get it they, and they know that everybody else is feeling the pinch. And so if they're your vendor for whatever the product or service is, they know that you're trying to cut expenses and they could very well end up on the chop, chopping block entirely yeah. if they don't play ball. Uh, so they get it. They're not going to be mad at you about they, it. Yeah, they right. and they don't. They don't want to lose you. Like if you've been a good customer for them, they they don't want to lose you. And they they've been losing a lot of other customers because mm. people have been going out of business. And so they're gonna, you know, if they're a good partner, they're gonna try to find a way to to save that relationship. And you know, that may mean cutting expenses because we're we're all, you know, most of the trucking industry and the ancillary co- companies around trucking, we're all feeling the effects of you know this market. Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, I know you've got a, a huge list. What uh, what other little things do you want to talk about? 
I, I think that's all of them of the things that we're kind of at where we've already initiated mm. and are at, at some point or another already doing this. Yeah. So that, that's all of them. So let's, so let's that's transition. The, that's the, we're already doing it. Now you want to talk about what you're going to do, what you want to still work into this? Yeah, correct. Okay. So um, the, the first one we've already talked a little bit about is really reducing the number of down days on our trucks. So I, I talked about Walmart. That's, all, that's one of the things I want to talk a little bit about. Um, another thing we think we can, so how can we do this with Walmart? Um, and, and you see bigger companies do this that, you know, specifically have a yard. They may have a, a, a local truck, mm. but we're going to try to do this in a, in a different form, but, you know, either change the, the pickup date to a day later or have Nate Brad or I go pick up the load the day before the driver wants to actually hit the road. So we've, you know, if if our shipper's saying, hey, this is a load that picks up on the first, it delivers on the fifth, and and we really only need one less day to do that, we'll go pick it up on the first, let it sit for a day when the driver wants to leave on the second, mm. and then they they don't. They, it, it's a win win for everybody because the driver um, gets they an extra day off. They get well, it's not really even an extra day off. It's they get the day off. Their truck is actually getting in. Um, being used a day earlier, they don't, and they don't have to do anything with it. And then when it's time for them to go, they don't have to go pick up a load. They can just get in the truck and drive. That's so it, it's one less thing that they have to worry about. Um, so uh, again, it's, it's a, it's a win-win. So it's like with, with the Walmart loads that they won't let you change the day that you deliver to a day earlier. We'll just pick it up a day later or we'll pick it up, let it sit for a day and then, and then have the driver go. Right. So you, you think about it. If the driver comes home, says, hey, I want four days off, we'll give them those four days off. Their day's going to start, you know, say they, and we'll go pick up the load on the right. third you're day. Not, you're not waiting for them to finish up their days yeah. off before you get the truck going. Right. Right. So the idea being what we've talked about a lot uh, before now and in this episode, keep the trucks moving, yeah. right? It, that's what you were kind of talking about at the top of the show is hey it's nice to have 11 trucks and all 11 of them are moving as often as possible yep right so another way we think we can probably do this um on occasion too is is fairly often you know i, I would say probably a couple times a month we'll have one of our utah-based drivers that you know they'll, they'll pick up or well not even just a utah-based one well th this will work with the utah-based one is they'll pick a load up back east that goes to washington or oregon and so what that means typically is they're going to pass through Utah. And so another way we can do this is, you know, when they pass through Utah, time that so that, you know, that's their, like normally we would, we would pick a load that just takes them to Utah. Right. But now we, we think, and well, why don't we pick a load that takes them to Portland or Oregon or to Oregon or Washington? And when they get to Utah, Nate or I, or maybe Brad will jump in the truck and take and it the rest take of the, it way. the rest of the way they'll start their time off by the time we get back to utah they're ready to go again so that truck's been running that whole time right and you know that that's another way we can you know gain a few more days of productivity out of a truck yeah and you know it kind of harks back to the early days of hauling assets when you were doing a lot of your administrative stuff on the road um, just because you guys, just because management is in a truck doesn't mean you can't get some stuff done anyway. Right. So, uh, especially those opportunities where we're picking up a load for somebody like, right. you know, it, it's, 
you're, you're probably driving the truck for 30 minutes waiting for two or three hours for the truck to get loaded. And then mm-hmm. at that same time, you can be working on a laptop doing stuff or going on a four mile run, right? Chris? Yeah. We're That's going a, on a four mile run. <laughs> I remember that one. Yep. Um, okay. Excellent. Excellent. So yeah, the, the, the goal with all of that again, being to keep the trucks moving. Right. Yeah, so it, what, how, how much more do you think you can do? 5%, 10% so just I, by doing this? My goal is to get, to gain an extra two days per truck. Okay. A month. Wow. That's an extra 22 days on the road then. And roughly an extra $22,000 in revenue. Right. And, and the nice thing about that too, is it, it, it's not going to require the drivers to spend any more time on the road. Right. Like we'll be able to get that extra 22,000 without keeping the drivers away from home any more than they already are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, we talked about direct shippers. Uh, we talked about inbound loads. Uh, anything else on this list of things you want to get set up? Um, let's see, you know, being a little bit more efficient in the office, we, we, we've kind of, you know, TMS is a word that's, or an acronym that's very common in the trucking industry. It's tra- um, transportation management system. Mm. We've kind of been using our own kind of homegrown, TMS, I, we, I think with the size that we are now, we're looking into, is it going to make sense for us to invest invest into a, a, a more robust system? Okay. All right. Uh, that's, yeah, that kind of reminds me of, um, I asked you when you wanted to get your own yard for your trucks and you were saying what, 15, 20 trucks, something like that. Pro- probably. Yeah. Got to look into it. So TMS being a similar thing where it's like, Hey, you know, we got away with it for yeah. a while, but now. Okay. But now we may we may need it. So yeah, that's that's a big thing we're looking at. Um, another thing that we've we've been doing a little bit of, we've actually have been doing this on a little bit. Want to do some more of is is just kind of some of our own minor repairs mm. rather than you know paying somebody else to do it, um, doing them ourselves. Is that something that you and the other management guys have uh, expertise in, or yeah, are you leaning on drivers to? Pick no, up? We, it, it'd be us. Like we we all have some decent mechanical aptitude. And so it'd be simple stuff like fixing an air leak or, you know, replacing lights, um, yeah. you know, yeah. simple stuff like that. Okay. All right. You, you say simple. I, <laughs> I look at those trucks and go, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, good. I think that that's just about the end of the list. Yeah, it is. But there's also some other like concepts that I want to, I want to talk about a little mm, bit sure. that we, we want to do. So those are specific things, but some concepts we want to do a little bit better on too is um, this is something that I say on a pretty regular basis to be a really good, you know, business owner and business operator. You've got to find some time to work on your business instead of always working in your business. And and what I mean by that, I, I think I've talked about this before, but it's been a really long time is um, when you're working in your business, you are, you know, doing things like finding loads, you're taking care of the trucks, you're driving a truck, you're, you're doing things that are specific to the operation of your business. When I talk about working on your business, I'm, I'm talking about doing things that are more strategic in nature mm. and going to have a longer term impact. So not the down in the trenches stuff, not the down in the trenches stuff. So this, th- it might be, you know, working on building a new relationship, or it might be something like, uh, you know, finding that, that, uh, making your business more efficient by evaluating a TMS, um, right. you know, it, it, it's things like that. And, and so 
it, it can be really hard for business owners to kind of pause and not worry about the emergency that's happening right now mm. or and something that, hey, this forward. needs to be done, but look forward and, and spend a little bit of time. Even if it's two hours a month, you've got to, as a business owner, step away and take a little bit of time to work on the business and make the business better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. There, there was, there's, I know there's one more thing, but you kind of just have it in big, bold question marks. Like this is uh, not something yeah. I get to know yet. No, right? I don't. Yeah. I, so there is one thing that I think is actually going to be a little bit of a bigger change. Um, and uh, I'm not quite ready to announce it yet because there's still some pieces that need to fall into place before we can really make this happen. But um, there is a, a fairly big change that I think is going to be one of those things that has a little bit more of a, a bigger impact on our bottom line. Right. I mean, I already know what it is. It's uh, you're, you're going with the sex appeal play putting me <laughs> on the side of all the trailers. Uh, right. Shirt off. Uh, wow. Preferably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, you I'll, give me the picture. I'll go for you it. Give man. me the picture and I will put it on the truck. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be shirt off, but uh, it, from the neck up. Blurred out. <laughs> uh, nobody wants to see that. No, 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 nobody wants to see this. Okay. Interesting. So we'll see what that is when you're ready to announce it. What do you think? A month, two months before we get to know what that is? Uh, I, I hope it within the month. Okay. All right. Very good. So final thoughts on uh, what many littles make a muckle, mickle, mickle, muckle, many mickle, make a muckle. Many littles make a muckle. So (laughs) you can any, any way you want to say it, it it all kind of means the same thing. But uh, you know, a a thing that I want to like a word of caution, maybe I I don't know exactly what to call this, but um, making little changes is hard because you, you you make one little change. You're like, Oh, this isn't going to make that much of a difference. Um, and, and so it's hard to have the discipline to do that. And so what it really requires is, is some patience, some dedication and, and willingness to be kind of deliberate about everything that you do. Um, you, you've got to stick with it and you know, it, it, it's, it's not an easy process to make those little incremental changes and cause you, you have to do a lot of them. And, and you, you, you think, you know, just one or two, yeah, it's not going to have that big of an impact. It's not going to make a difference, but if you can do 10 little things, those will all add up to, to be something significant. I mean, so, it's, it's a bit like this episode really, where we've bounced around to so many different subjects that we've hit over the years. Uh, but today we did it in a very small fashion. Here's this tiny thing we're doing about yep. fuel. Here's the thing about expenses. Here's the thing about tires, for heaven's sake, you know, uh, or whatever the case may be, the load analysis and all that. Um, we hit all these different subjects, but we've dived into them before. And today it's just about, hey, what can we, what's the little thing we can do to take that subject, uh, make it better for our business? Yeah. Right? And you think about it, we have, we've talked about a good, you know, 10 plus things, you know, probably 15 but some of them actually have multiple pieces that I would say each one of those is a little mickle. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I think there's like a good 20 little things here that I'm talking about that I think it's going to make a big difference over the next three to six months. All right. All so, right. so all I can say at this point is I want everybody to kind of jump on this wagon with us, <laughs> take the ride. Let's do this together. Let's all focus on some of those little things that we can do to have a big impact on our business. And 
I did not mention this at the top of the episode, Chris. Obviously, Holland Assets LLC, MotorCarrierHQ.com, all those things, places that we want people to go. Uh, but the Facebook page is actually becoming a great spot for things like this, yeah. where we do have some of you, and you know who you are, you, that comment regularly, and we love seeing you there. Let's exchange some ideas. Yeah, we, absolutely. We'll hang out on Facebook I'd, together and uh, and bat around some ideas of what the little things are that you can find. Yeah, I I, I think that would be a great thing to do. I'd I'd love to hear people's. I don't I don't have a, um, you know I don't have the market on all good ideas. So I'd, I'm sure there's other things out there that we can do that uh, I'd, I'd love to hear people's suggestions, recommendations. Um, that would be awesome. Also, speaking of Facebook, I did find um, this phrase: "Many a mickle make a muckle," with a Scottish accent. Oh, and no. sometime in the very near future, it, you're going to see it on Facebook. I'm going to share it on Facebook and let people listen to it. Uh, I look forward Since to that. Since you failed us so miserably and aren't doing it yourself. Hey, if you if you could play it right now, I could mimic it, <laughs> but I, I can't pull out a Scottish accent just from nowhere. So, <laughs> Unfortunately, I can do a lot of others. That one has always Not escaped me. Uh, all right, Chris. So any uh, anything else? Or I think we, we're pretty good to cut and run. I, I actually have an impact. To, What's your it's impact? It's been a while. Um, go find some mickles. There. So this yeah. whole episode is one giant impact tip. It is one giant impact tip. Yeah. Go find some mickles. Yep. I love it. Okay. Yeah. That's right. We want to keep it to one sentence. So yep. go find some mickles, everybody. And of course, uh, find us in all the places that I mentioned before. Uh, if you are so inclined, and you should be so inclined, if you made it to the end of this episode, please leave us a review if you haven't done so yet. Five stars a nice little comment that go a long way toward helping other people find the podcast. Um, and of course, share us yourself as well with uh, your friends, your coworkers, anybody who you think might enjoy this podcast. Chris, I will see you for some numbers in a couple weeks. We'll see you then. All right. Thanks, Craig. Oh, and I need to tell you about Randy Andy. Randy Andy. I've met I met Randy Andy in Germany. That was his name. Randy Andy. Do you remind me next time? I'll tell you all about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. All right. Yeah. I'm excited.